welcome back to Nature's True Crime Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Kaylee. We are dispensing with the nicknames from last episode because they were ridiculous and I was on something when I suggested them. <laughs> so You will not hear Beanie or Lucky again. At least let's hope not. And also, if I ever upload the bloopers, you'll understand why every time I said Alex's name, I was like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. Well, there goes the PG rating for this episode. Congratulations. Yeah, there will never be. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this time we will be talking about something that gave a small town in Pennsylvania a Halloween to remember. Ooh. Ooh. Wave, wiggle my fingers and no one can see them. I love that Halloween's just next month, too. Obviously. We should have done this in like a month's time. But... I mean, I could just not post it until next month. <laughs> Makes sense. All right. So it was late October 1948 in Denora, Pennsylvania. Of course, people were doing 1948 things, such as watering the grass and drinking tea. Mm, sounds like 1919. Exactly. <laughs> not much has no, changed. N- nope. <laughs> At the time, Denora had two major steel plants, uh, Denora Zinc Works, a part of Carnegie's U.S. Steel, and American Steel and Wire. And for context... Uh, both of those places had begun production before 1920. For some reason, Carnegie Mellon keeps, like, I keep saying that in my head, and I don't know why. Is that a thing, Carnegie Mellon? M- maybe. I mean, I'm sure Andrew Carnegie liked making melons or something. You've never heard that before? Uh-uh. Carnegie Mellon? No. I don't know if that's a thing or not, but that's the only thing my brain is, like, holding on to. Congrats. We will have to research it between now yeah, and next we week to see if it actually exists. <laughs> For even more context, in the 1920s, Several landowners and farmers from Webster, the town over from the Nora, uh, sued the companies for damages caused by the smelters. The loss of crops, livestock, topsoil, all the fun stuff. Several years later, at the height of the Great Depression, several families from Webster sued the zinc works uh, for the health being damaged by air pollution. That is for- That's foreshadowing for the later part of this podcast. Okay. Uh, U.S. Steel, not exactly being a failing company, was able to legally stonewall the residents. Uh, with long legal proceedings and pretty much just boring like, stuff and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, in September 1948, about a month uh, before the October 1948 things, uh, Zinc Works uh, scrapped possible plans to upgrade their premises. Uh, at the time, we're over 30 years old, so tad bit old. Okay. At the time, modern furnaces would be able to produce less smoke, but were deemed economically economically. Yes, this time ah. you got a word I can't <laughs> Yes. <laughs> So pretty much they didn't want to spend the money on new furnaces. Okay, so it would be less air pollution, but more money. Exactly. Pretty much. Pretty much, yep. Uh, So here we are back in 1948. Uh, Residents in the area surrounding the factories were clearly concerned. uh, But at the same time, the majority of the... Clearly. Clearly. uh, But the majority of the 14,000 people living in Denora at the time were actually employed by the factories that were causing the pollution that was going on. So... It's no kind of... separation of church and state. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so at the same time, smog and mining towns in western Pennsylvania during the time was normal. It meant that people were working and the smog was apparently the price of advancing technology. Uh, mm-hmm. But nobody was prepared for the uh, for the smog that blanketed itself on Denora on October 26th and 27th. Dun, so, right... dun, dun. So pretty much right before Halloween. Okay. Uh, by Friday the 29th, the smog was sending people to the hospital or calling doctors due to difficulty breathing. And despite the fact that people are obviously now going to the hospital, the Denora Dragons football team played their weekly football game in the fog. Uh, it was apparently, yep, it was apparently so thick that 
they couldn't pass the ball because they couldn't see anyone so they just ran it the entire time and then the yearly halloween parade also went on uh it was made extra creepy by the fact that you couldn't see more than about five to six feet in any direction so they're What's just the point of even doing it uh to make things extra creepy obviously i guess so mere hours later at around 2 2 a.m on saturday October 30th. The first person died in the 1948 Death Smog, which is the official name. <laughs> the Death Smog. Yeah, it was very fun. <laughs> Within a few more days, uh, 19 other people died. Uh, by Monday, November 1st, 7,000 people had become ill. So approximately half the population. Oh of my Nora. gosh. Yep. Now, did it say that if those 7,000 were ones that were like directly working with it or just 7,000 random residents? Just 7,000 random residents, but more than 7,000 people had worked yeah. in, in the factories anyway so they're probably definitely connected and by sunday the 31st on halloween around noon it rained and the smog dissipated i Thank thought you me. were gonna say like it rained a uh, rained a death smog or something <laughs> god that would make like things so black much droplets just falling down uh, i mean i imagine that's no normal weather in some places but it doesn't go with the 1948 vibe yeah apparently not at all so the rain is the only reason why only 20 people died and only half the population became ill. <laughs> Thank you, weather system. <laughs> exactly, yep. Yeah. Uh, in the aftermath, uh, researchers from the University of Cincinnati discovered that the fog was a mix of a bunch of big works, words including sulfur dioxide, carbon monoxide, and heavy metal dust from local smokestacks. X-rays of the victim's lungs looked as though they had taken part in gas warfare. I know, so, when you said, like, metal... Uh, what did you just say metal heavy metal dust metal dust yep i just pictured it like damaging people's lungs yeah so again respiratory issues difficulty breathing eventually both u.s steel uh, and american steel and well uh settled lawsuits out of court uh but never what? yep but never fully took responsibility for it how how does this even happen money which must be nice Yes. Um, at the time, Kill 20 people and don't have to go to court for it. Yep. At the time, in today's money, I think each family got something like seven to $10,000, which is ridiculously low. That yeah. sounds like, I wonder what that equates to today. No, as I think that's... That's just it? Yes. For for some of it, yes. <laughs> what? Loads of fun. <laughs> that's what happens when you settle out of freaking court. Yeah. And what happens when... Most of these people work there to begin with, so. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. Um, so you're losing your job if you, like, put up a fight, I guess. Yeah. In the early 60s, uh, researchers found that for nearly a decade, so from about 1948 to 1957, right after the death fog, uh, death from cancer and cardiovascular disease were much, much higher in oh, this I can't town. understand why. Yeah. Than a towns of similar size. So, uh, the yeah. <laughs> the Denora Desmog of 1948 is one of the earliest major events actually led to the Clean Air Act of 1963. And by 1966, both plants have been closed. Oh, and our sources are the Smithsonian Magazine, Explorer PA History, and Wikipedia with an explanation point. Ta-da. <laughs> you look completely dumbfounded. Just, I'm just shocked that, like, they didn't have to go to court for it. Mm-hmm. And they still didn't get held responsible after, like, studies later on found that people were getting cancer. Like, I feel like in today's age, well, it might just be because it's today, but yeah. you find that something is linked to a company that happened, like, years and years later. Yeah. And you can 
take them to court, I'm surprised that no one that was getting cancer and dying from it wasn't like, oh, I wonder if this is from that death smog that came <laughs> over us that one Halloween. Yeah. And like pursued it. But again, it might just be because they all worked for it, but I still think it's crazy. Yeah, slightly. That's just like, irritating to me. And most things like that are irritating. And it has such a pretty name. Yes, the Nora it deser- Death Smog. Yeah, it- it deserved better. Denora deserved better. <laughs> Definitely, yep. Yeah, they have one of those official, Denora has one of those official monuments you see along the road made of metal that's kind of like gold on the outside and like darkish greenish color. You've never seen one of those like historical markers no. anywhere? Oh, they're all like all over the east, eastern coast. Clearly not observant. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Every sign I've ever seen is just brown and white. It's probably not because you work for the park service for several years. Everywhere I go, I just see brown and white. This is all I see. <laughs> I wonder if, you know how when we were talking about the molasses flood? Yeah. Oh, couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and the remnants of that tank was still there. I wonder if there's still remnants like underneath from those ones that people just have not cared to notice. Like, oh, probably. If we go to Denora, I wonder if they have like thing there. Oh, yeah, part of like the smoke stacks or something. Yeah. yeah. So in five to ten years time, we're just going to have to visit every single one of these places. We I know, we need to make a list. <laughs> yeah. And... At least the cool ones. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, if you think about it, for our next story, we are already at like our landmark. So we've already seen one of them. So not Woo! that off. We still have to go to Russia, though. Obviously. <laughs> That's gonna be like ten years time. Yeah, but Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh yes, we got right that one. Yeah. Just a short drive up the coast. We say that as if exactly. people know exactly where we live. I know, uh, but we're not gonna say it because the next one we we're gonna talk about. Oh, something that has happened here. Yes. Ooh, fun. So, if you want to yeah. know where here is, listen to the next episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I was trying to think of a way to say it without saying it, and I couldn't. So yeah. I just stared at you and like did the hand movements. I'm so honored you would stare at me like that. I try. I, I do what I can. <laughs> well, on that note, do you have any last comments about the Donora death smog? That sounds like some sort of super villain name. It I'm does, actually. To be honest. As I was so. saying that, I was thinking in my head that you should like find a way to be that for Halloween this year. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal this year, so I'll dress up as a When are you going? Uh, the 11th or the 15th of October. Is that on a weekend? Uh, no, it's a Tuesday through Saturday. Uh, I know I'm very annoying, but so are you, which is why we get along so well. Say if it was like on a weekend, we could all just go down and go to Universal. But the 15th, I'm doing Boo at the Zoo. Anyways, so that is the Denora Death Smog brought to you by Alex. Thank you, Kaylee. And I finally got the slight nervousness out of my voice. I don't know why I was so nervous, but... <laughs> So was I the first one. <laughs> um, I was like, yeah. it's not about this. Yep. So, but we've already done a week uh, or a day of it, so now we're we can be cool. I will say that in writing this last night shows you how much prep time I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, it reminded me of researching like papers for school. I know. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. the well, I can't say it, but the next one that we're doing, it took forever. And, like, I super, super condensed it. And it's still, like, three pages long. Oh, boy. And there's, like, so much information that I didn't even put in just because I didn't want it to be, like, five hours long. One of these days, we're going to have to just do, like, that eight-hour podcast. I know. It's just, like, if anyone has a road trip, that that would be the one for you because it's so long. And there was, like, documentaries on it that I was going to watch and take notes from. And I was like, this this is a lot, and I don't have time. So I finished it, like, literally right before you walk in the door. Oh, wonderful. So, I'm very efficient with my time, obviously. Yeah. 
So I am not as well prepared as you. Oh, wait, one, two. Yeah, not as well prepared. Someone who did something the night before and someone who did it literally 20 minutes beforehand. (laughs) (laughs) I'm impressed you were able to be be less prepared than I was. I do what I can. (laughs) All right. Well, that is it for the Denard Death Smog. Uh, Thank you guys for listening and be sure to tune in to our next nature's true crime show yes you'll learn about it at approximately the same time i will so this is exciting (laughs) so we'll see you guys next bye hasta la pasta i thought you were going to do the bye in the stitch voice there we go